Praise the Lord, church. I said, Praise the Lord. Amen. Only three people. Praise the Lord, church. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. What a great day. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Because we are not bothered about what's happening around. But we only know one thing. This is the day that the Lord has made. We do not know what to do with our yesterday. We do not know what is in store for tomorrow. But this is the day and I am going to be rejoicing and I am going to be glad and happy because the day is made by God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Oh, come on church. Let the weak say. Let the poor say. Amen. Because what you believe you will become. Amen. If you don't believe, you just hear and you do not... Uh, Declare it and possess it. You cannot be victorious. Right? Praise God. So how many of you have changed the dress in this one week? How many of you put on put some dresses of Joseph in your life? How many of you torn out some dresses of your life? Only one person? Leo, two person. Okay. Others are all stinging. Right? It is easy, easy to preach. It is easy to hear. But it is not easy to practice. And the devil masters that place. That you hear, you preach, but don't do. You know? And especially the people, those who are preachers, are more negligent about this. Very much negligent. Have you seen about it? When prayer, prayer, worship is going on, the leader will say, lift up your hands. Suppose you are a worship team member. You feel like that, it's not for me. You know? The preacher sometimes say, okay, he's a preacher. You know, um, uh, so, so the other preacher say, okay, how many of you believe this? Lift up your hands. So he, he think like that, like an income tax exemption. I am exempted from that. I do not need to lift up your hand, my hands. No. When God speaks, He speaks to everyone. The small and the great. The learned and the illiterate. So, if you are a preacher, if you are a believer, if you are a leader, if you are a lay leader, no matter. Be doers of the word. Amen? It's not easy for me also to come and stand here and give if I do not uh, practice it. Right? So, praise God. So, thanks. Thank you to two people who changed their clothes last week. Okay? Thank you, Wilfred, and thank you, Cleo, for changing the clothes. Right? Victory belongs to those who have obedience. Okay. Right. It's all okay. So today, I wanted to share something very common. Somebody told me that I was almost going to say no to a temptation, but somehow I fell in than out. 
How many of you come across that situation? You are almost ready to say no to a temptation, but somehow you fell in. Yeah? Honest? Yeah. If you are not honest, you are a liar. <laughs> almost. Almost I was there to say no. Almost I resist my good friend no. But somehow I fell into it. I controlled my word for so much of hours, but somehow I spoke venomous words. I wanted to forgive that person, but somehow I do not want it to forgive because there was no reason that I should ask forgiveness because I was not wrong. Happens with you? Yes. And that is the topic that I am going to talk, the temptation. Today morning I shared with you what it was saying, why are you sleeping? Jesus said to his disciples, why are you sleeping? And then he said, Pray that you do not enter into temptation. Pray that you do not enter into temptation. We are mostly going to a temptation not in our lowest level. Most of the time we fall, fail or fall into temptation in our highest level. When you are weak, when you are when you are in need you hold on to God and word believing that this is the only way that I have but when you become successful when you overcome that situation a tendency happens that now I know how to handle it that is called a spiritual pride Many are there, though believe that I can handle it. They will also quote David saying, I killed the bear, I killed the lion, so what is Goliath? So, in the highest level of our lives, there is a tendency that we fail. Bible says, if you think that you, are, you, are, you stand, be careful you do not fail. You know that? Bible says, if you, if you think that you will stand, be careful that you will not fail or you do not fall. Let me tell you, free cheese is available always at the mouse traps. You got it? Free cheese is always available at the mouse traps. The mice goes into thinking about the cheese and falls into the trap. Some of us looking into the free, not the salvation, the rest of the things, and we get trapped in in that trap. How many of you know that pride, the first original sin? There is two original sins. The original sin of the Satan was pride 
the original sin of man was disobedience. You understand that? The pride is the first sin, the greatest sin by which Lucifer, the archangel, the worship leader, fell. And Lord had thrown him out from the heavenlies. And the man, Adam and Eve, slide while they fell, they disobeyed, disobeyed God. You know, the Bible says, Romans chapter 12, 3, Bible says, Romans chapter 12, 3, For I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of him himself more highly than he ought to think. Got it? Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. So the Bible automatically, Bible clearly says that you should not think more highly about you. I'm the best singer, I'm the best drummer, I'm the best dancer, I'm the best you know, student, I'm the best engineer, I'm the best manager. Don't think highly about you. Okay? Don't think highly about you. Proverbs chapter 3, 7 says, Let me build up what before I say what I want to say. Proverbs chapter 3, 7. Says, Do not be wise in your own eyes, Fear the Lord and depart from the evil. Got it? Most of the time we become wise in our eyes. We think that I know everything. You know, some people have answer for everything. You talk politics, they know it. You talk finance, they know it. You, you talk about soccer, they know it. You talk, talk about tennis, they know it. Everything they know it. But when the result comes, they know everything, but no result. The world will not honor you for everything that you know or you try. The world will honor you when your result is excellent. Okay? So, don't think too much on self. I want to tell you, encourage you somebody here. Don't hear appreciation about you more than what you need to hear. Because when we start with appreciation, we start to live in it. And that is a place where pride arises. And what we need to do that when it comes, appreciation comes, thank God and move quickly from that person. Otherwise, often available free in the mouse traps. The person who is maybe appreciating may be a device of the enemy to trap you through free cheese. Listen to it. Praise God. Thank God. Move it from that person. I want to tell you keep even not about yourself too high about you. Not too low. Not too low. 
Why? Because I, I said, accept the fact that you and me are human beings, not super angels or super man or super something. The one who lives in me is super. But we are not. We are human beings. We can fail any place. And I want to tell you, if at all sometime you climb the mountain of pride, quickly you will tumble. It's very easy to climb the mountain of pride. Proverbs chapter 37 onwards to 9. Why I said because Proverbs chapter 33, 7 onwards to 9. Two things I request of you. Deprive me not before I die. Okay? What is that two things? Let, me, let us hear. Eight. Remove all falsehood and lies far from me. Okay? And then he says, give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food allotted to me. What is the man says? Why he asked that? Lest I will be full and deny you and say who is the Lord or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. Got it? To hide is also danger. To know is also very danger. Got it? If you are too high, then you think like that, I am God. I can do anything. I have money. I have talent. I have skill. Okay? I am highly talented. Talent without character will not take you anywhere. Skills without character will not take you anywhere. Okay? This Solomon the king says, no, don't give me more or don't give me less. In other words, I want to say, don't think about yourself high or not think about less. Because why? Because that is the record of the word of God and that is the record of the nature earth that everybody who thought high and thought low, they failed. Someone said, I can, I can resist everything except temptation. I can resist everything but temptation. Somebody, you, do you know that knowing itself is a temptation? If you do not know certain things, you will never get tempted. Many pastors fell into pornography I know the histories and their testimonies, they have come out. Many pastors came into pornography because somebody said they are addicted to pornography and they were never heard about what is pornography and what is prone and they started watching to bring remedy and they become the victim of pornography. There are many. Don't take it lightly. Many other still addicted to pornography. So, if you don't know, knowing itself is a temptation. 
If you do not know, there is no temptation. Some story says like in a car parking zone, a man was starting to find out he has a meeting in a particular place. He was roaming around to find a place for park the car. He could not find the park place for parking the car and he parked in a no parking zone parked the car and put a note there and so sorry sir ten times i circled this place i could not find a place to park my car and if i do not reach in time i will lose a millions of dollars deal so he read it that forgive my trespasses and he went and then this police surgeon came it's a, just a story. The surgeon came, he, he climbed and he went out and when the man came out, he found a notice there. He says, I circled this place for the last 10 years and I have, if I do not find you, then that will cost my job. So do not tempt me. You know? Otherwise he said, leave not lead me not into temptation that is something that we all live with we fall in the trap of temptation and quickly i will go many people say temptation is from god allows it john james chapter 1 13 it will be very quickly i am going that how temptation will come okay what james chapter 113 says tempt god cannot tempt us okay james 113 says let no one say when he is tempted and tempted by god for god cannot tempted by evil nor does he himself tempt anyone so temptation is not from god Got it? Some people say, I am a child of God, so God, God tempts me. No. God can may sometimes allow us to go through that temptation, but He will never tempt us. I'm coming to the people. details. So, temptation is not from God. One thing. Then, how we are tempted? 14 says, 14 says, but each one is tempted, who each one is tempted when he or she is drawn away by his own desires and entice. Got it? It's not somebody, my friend called me so I had a dream. No, it is your desire in your heart. One time I need to try a dream. And you fall in trap of that. One time. That one time is enough. You know, so everyone is for tempted by drawing away by his own desires and got enticed. Okay, how this temptation desires come? Okay, 15. Then when he desires conceive, so you already have conceived with the desire and desire give birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. So what is happened? Desire. And then what happened? The desire is totally, it is, doesn't, doesn't start 
to it one one moment the desire is not attended the desire it is that craving is taking place growing growing like the small fetus in the mother's womb same way that it is growing one day it will become 9 months old and want to get delivered and that time what it will do it will create sin and what is the penalty of sin is that got it temptation and then he says insisting what is this he says do not be deceived my beloved brother so temptation can deceive you anytime got it temptation can deceive you anytime thinking that god allowed me so i am a godly child i will come out anyway it is your desire many people say like that i was i, I just fell in no it's not just fell in it is your desire inside that has grown up and now it is uncontrollable uncontrollable rape happens like that murders happen like that hatred happens like that gossiping happens like that all was like a fetus it started small but it is grown 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 in the period of time it is grown and become uncontrollable what is sin separates us from god so the what is the see the sin as the ultimate thing but where it started with a desire temptation why temptation happen because you have a desire and what is the ultimate purpose to separate you from god am i talking to somebody here yes when when the temptation comes if you become victim of that kindly know that you have a somewhere hidden desire for that particular thing it could be drink or smoking or immorality sex idolatry anything there would be some desire somewhere so everybody is doing what is the wrong for me to do that is the spark and it's So what is the result? Sin separates you from God. And penalty is what? Death. Why we are tempted to separate us from God? Why you are tempted? 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 five says to make your labor in vain. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 five says to make your labor in vain for this reason when i could no could no longer endure it i said to know your faith lest my sufferings the tempter had tempted you and our labor might be in vain tempter has tempted you for what your labor the labor in your study labor in your character labor in your physical health labor in your emotional health you labored many time many four things like that peace to be there joy to be there love to be there endurance to be there steadfastness to be there but it keep tempting you 
so that all that hard work of 20 years working in the Christ you will fail good, good Christians good good people who speak in tongues they just uh, fell like a shadow in a moment of time for few seconds you know and then what it says 1 Peter 1 6 says the purpose of temptation is that you may be grieved also. 1 Peter 1 6 this, in this you greatly rejoice though now for a little while if need be you have been grieved by various trials this trials in other translations is various temptations you will, you will be you've been grieved by various temptations so it will it bring temptation brings grief in your life one seven says seven of that that the genuine wife the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire may be found to praise honor and glory at the revelation of Christ Jesus why we God allow us to go through go through the temptation to check our genuinity the purity it is precious that gold gold is perishable your faith is more precious than you. so he tests us allows us to go through and you know the the, the iconic verse of James chapter 1, 2 to 4 that, that more, when you fall into temptation and that produces patience in you. So sometimes God allows the purpose of the enemy is to separate from you from God but uh, and grieve you but uh, your labor to be in vain but God allows it to check your genuinity and to, to give, produce patience in you. Okay? And what is the benefit of it? James chapter 1 12 says, uh, When you endure it, you will get a crown of life. <laughs> Hallelujah! You get a crown of life. You know, blessed is the man who endures temptation. It doesn't say blessed is the man who goes through temptation, but the man who endures endures temptation for what for when he has been approved okay because approved he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him so if you could able to endure temptation praise God for the Holy Spirit who can help us and uh, when we ask the Holy Spirit to help us he can help us so that we may endure in temptation okay if you endure you are approved Approved other meaning is blessed. In the in the mountain, the Mount Sermon of Mount, wherever blessed says in another translation, the original manuscript is approved is one who mourns, approved is one who sues in peace, like that peacemaker. So, so what is it? Blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life. That means it is very much imperative for a Christian to endure, to fight, overcome temptation. So my message today is not how you can eliminate temptation. That's 
not a testament that is i cannot give such a uh, the message but i am trying to help you how we can overcome temptation you understood how temptation comes don't blame any friends anybody at home any neighbors any your boyfriend or girlfriend for what you are it is the desire that is in you made you in the prison sometimes we we find very easy to play the blame card you know we play blame card we don't want to own the responsibility of ourselves so beloved children i want to say that uh, uh so uh, how we can overcome temptation okay temptation how we can overcome and i want to emphasize on 1 corinthians chapter 13 that is my mess that is my uh, word that i wanted to preach to you 1 corinthians chapter 10 13 how many of you know that by heart when i asked that how many of you know by heart everybody is busy in the bible <laughs> so you are trying to say by by heart with heart we will read <laughs> okay the temptations please read together the temptations are not different from that others experience poster read it again pause and say to the next person the same thing liberty look to him you can tell to me okay once again you just somebody missed okay tell the temptations others or what means what other than me what i am experiencing right so this is the the temptation in your life are not different from what others do now next word and god said to the next person but god is faithful hallelujah amen and now he will not allow okay when you are when you are tempted you show you a way out so that you can endure somebody rejoice in that yes yeah there is a there is a promise that god gave us that the temptations in wilfred's life or liberty's life is not different from what manisha's life is experiencing or grace or praise or suffer okay it's not different maybe the intensity the magnitude may be different but the testing is the same somebody need one paracetamol somebody may need two this is the same thing and but what is the center point of this temptation god is faithful so yes god is faithful there is only one way that we can overcome temptation because god is faithful amen god is faithful 
and he says he will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand or you can bear okay and then it says when you are tempted it doesn't say if you are tempted when you I mean it is very clear that you will be tempted when you are tempted he who god the lord will show you a way so that you can bear it or endure it what a great joy this man apostle paul sitting and saying his version i know that the temptations is not different than what i am experiencing in others life but i know one thing my god is faithful he will not only allow me to bear it but he will also give it me an escape route for that amen i am going to concentrate on this verses for you today evening that to how we can overcome temptation so the first thing what we said is what the temptation in your life are no different from what others experiencing the first point is this it is a common experience for every believer the for the world temptation is not a temptation it is for for them is their lifestyle because there is nothing to leave nothing to nothing for sort of painful but for christians those are believers temptation is temptation and it is common to all common to everybody so my beloved children i'm not i'm not preaching today evening to make you know how to get rid of temptation but i am trying to help you if it how you can overcome if at all i want to say that i want to preach the the message that you can how to get rid of temptation let me tell you i can ever do that because it's not possible every single person who walked on the face of the earth every single person who ever will walk on the face of the earth will be tempted like jesus was tempted i want to tell you why i said so hebrews chapter 4 4:15 says jesus was tempted in all the ways that man is tempted but he was hebrews chapter 10:45 4:45 15 4 the high priest of ours understand our weaknesses for he faced all of the same testings what we do only difference is it he was not with sin when we get tempted we sin but jesus got tempted in our sin so that means we have a that means even jesus as man he when he walked upon the face of the earth he was tempted and so you and me will be tempted but only difference is that he was without sin so because so like christ more or less we will be tempted in all areas okay what god wanted to make you i am what god wanted to make you you are angel no 
What God wants to make you? Come on! God wants to make you like Christ. Okay? And how many of you want to be like Christ? Don't be hesitant to lift up your hands. Look to me also. I'm a little ugly, but you can afford me. Okay? Okay. You, 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 you want to be like Jesus? Then be prepared to go the way Jesus inducted. If you want to be like Jesus, you and me need to go through all the way that Jesus walked. All the things that Jesus faced. You cannot get rid of that. If God wants to make, make you like Jesus, He will take you through that experiences where Jesus went through. That includes, uh, to name something, loneliness, temptations, criticism, rejection, denial, all other problems. Ridiculed, made naked, deceived, hungry, all the things he went through and we all will go through the same thing. I want to tell you as a Christian, you and me, temptation will be a part of our life. Because it says, your faith is more precious, so he will be te keep you te tempted. He will allow you to go through temptation. So, Hebrews chapter 10, 13. Hebrews chapter 10, 13. There he waits until his enemies are humbled and made a footstool under his feet. Okay. He is waiting until his enemies are humbled and made footstool under his feet. Until then, we will go through all these situations. We are not alone. Somebody say, you are not alone. Amen? So don't think that somebody is going through, through temptation. Oh, they are poor in spirit. No, 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 no. Oh, they are poor in faith. No, 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 no. We can say they may be more growing like Jesus, so they are more tempted by him. Okay? So, that means you understood the first. Go back to 1 Corinthians 10, 13. The first thing was that when we go through temptations, you need to know the first point was that it's common experiences for every believer. Every believer. Okay? And the second thing what he says, God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. Hello? That means the second point I wanted to come bring to you, your notice is that every temptation that you and me going through is under the controlled environment of God. Hallelujah. That means what he said here, he will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. How many of you thank God because your God knows your Lord limits? And he will not allow you to go more than that. 
what that wonder does it mean it means that your temptation when you are tempted you are in a controlled environment of god like remember when when job was to be tempted what he said you can do everything but don't touch his life that was the controlled yeah? it is not like that he can come and do anything only that much where god knows you can handle it you can handle it hallelujah it is very much clear so temptation by itself is not evil but temptation yielding to temptation is evil in other words we can say being tempted is not a sin falling in temptation is a sin hallelujah i don't want to define it okay i wanted to go on sunday at least i do not make definitions for everything okay you know that what i am saying falling tempted is not a sin but uh, falling in temptation is a sin that's why martin luther king said you cannot stop birds flying over your head but you can definitely stop birds from making nest on your head Whereas and that so you cannot you cannot stop temptation coming over you but you can definitely stop temptation building its nest in you that authority you have okay what i understand is this when one become more mature in jesus christ temptations will be more as as, as you are getting mature the the temptations will be more you know how many of you have seen some movies where a king or a hero goes in midst and some his bodyguards or kings soldiers guarding him and what the enemy will do from the other side first he will shoot down all the bodyguards or all the soldiers and then he will uh, he will try to attack the king in movie you can see that nobody can touch the hero you know because hero will be ultimately he may be lean and thin but he will kill 100 people okay that is movie okay so the same thing is happening the devil here story is different the devil cannot do anything to jesus so what he will do he will shoot at the people who are walking closely with jesus got it he cannot touch jesus but you are walking along with jesus okay by paining you he thinks he will pain jesus by hurting you he think he is right when we go through pain he is pain when we go through hurt he is go through what you so the example is when martha and mary cried jesus cried jesus wept he has the same emotion so the enemy when you go through if you are a child of god when you go through temptations know that the devil is attacking you because you are walking closely with jesus okay i want to tell you temptations will temptations will follow us until we reach heaven it will continue with us so according to james chapter 113 what we need to stop we should stop blaming god for temptation 
God never allows us to. God never tempt us. Devil tempt us. You know, here it, it, two times in the New Testament, devil is called as tempter. One we are already seen in Matthew chapter 4, 3, when you, the tempter will test you. And the second one is in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, 5. In these two places, devil is named as tempter. Matthew chapter 4, 3 and 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, 5 is tempter. And in 1 Peter 5, 8, what it says? 1 Peter 5, it says that the devil is like a roaring lion. And he's just waiting for an opportune time to tear down the people. Maybe, let me tell you a good news. Maybe this roaring line passed you yesterday or someday in this week. Some become overcomers, some fell. Some become victim of that temptation. The roaring lion walked through you, brushing on you, he went and somebody failed, but somebody become overcome. Okay? So, but what is why? Why you become overcomers? Because God is faithful. Go back, go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. When, when allows the temptation, why I said that? controlled environment because two things he says you know he will not allow us to go through temptation more than you can bear so two things are there he limits the kind of test and second thing he limits the intensity of the test okay cannot we do not allow you to bear more than so we he limits the test and its intensity also he limits. Why? Because he knows our limitations. How frail, how weak we are, how fragile we are. He knows. Okay? God does not play with our weaknesses. The devil plays with our weaknesses. Okay? Temptation is not what... Uh, okay, this is something that I want to tell you. Temptation is not what you think you can handle, but temptation, but uh, what God knows you can handle. Temptation is not something that you know, you think that I can handle, but God knows you can handle. And that is why the environment, because God will not allow you to go through a problem or a temptation where God where God knows that you cannot handle it. Amen? Amen? Don't think that I can handle. We cannot handle ten books. We go like that, one book fall down. You know? Often time I see, we do not handle something. Sometimes somebody leaves the Bible, somebody the earphone, somebody the water bottle. We cannot handle the small things. How can we handle our temptation? God is faithful. So we can overcome temptation. And third is, third is what it says. When you are tempted, he will show you a way so that you can overcome. You can endure. That means that there is a certain escape for your temptation. He will not, 
leave you in that place helpless. There is a certain escape for that temptation. God will make way. The very moment you, from the very moment the temptation begins, he already knows your, the outcome of it. That's what the Bible says, he knows from the beginning to the end. Right? The very moment you enter into a temptation, God knows what would be the outcome. Okay? And forget not, the moment your test begins, the way is already available for you. Remember about Abraham and Isaac. You know, the moment he started to kill his son, the lamb was already there. Only thing is that you need to be in the right place. If at all in angry or frustration, instead of Mount Moria, if David, uh, Abraham went to some other mountain, then Isaac would be a story. But he climbed in the right mountain and the test began when he looked in, there was a lamb. And that's what the Bible says, before the foundation for you and me, a lamb was already sacrificed from the heavenly places. And that's why we were predestined to be saved and called. Okay? So understand that. The moment you, 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 know, you know, that the moment you go through a, a temptation, there is already an escape route available. You, some of you understand this. Some of, some of us think that we don't have a role to play when we go through temptation. How many of you think so? Do you have a role to play? When you go through temptation, other than just getting tempted? You have a role? Yes. Do you have a role? Yes. Think about POW. POW means prisoners of war. You know, you know in, in countries like India or Africa, everywhere, the soldiers go and the enemies make them, you know, they catch hold of them and they become, that people are called as POW, that is prisoners of war. And they were, you must have seen in some movies also, okay? They are totally, totally broken, their legs are not working, eyes are torn and everything. And the moment we can see, there is a helicopter coming, you know? And they will look, they can see, hey, the American helicopter is coming and there is a rope coming down and the helicopter is coming down and down down and the POW the warrior say clapping oh my help is coming my help is coming is it so no the moment he saw the helicopter coming which is broken like he will start inching towards the head understand it he start inching to the hell. He wanted to be very closer to the help that is coming. He doesn't want the help to come into that cave and to save him, but he will come out of the cave. His legs are broken, his eyes are oozing out, hands are not working, but he will still limp and go ahead, one step ahead, one step ahead, so that he can close to be the helicopter. The helicopter. He doesn't wait for them, he does. He run towards the help. With all energy, he run to the escape route. My dear children, we should not assume that because God provides an escape route, we sit somewhere and say, if God will help, we need to run to our escape. We need to run to our help. 
Don't stay there until thinking that God will again come in flesh and somebody will come and take me out saying, Oh, you are in this problem, I am taking you out. You need to take courage in the bruised, in the broken condition. You need to run to the help. And the Bible says, My help comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. How many of you ever tried this when you go through temptation? Run to the help. I just closed my doors and cried before my God when I fall into temptation. I don't look to anybody. I don't say, brother, I am falling in temptation. Pray for me. And if I say some brother, I am falling in temptation, they will say, then pastor is falling in temptation. It's okay. Then how can we? How can he be our pastor? Or how cannot we fall in temptation? Judgment will start. But it is better to go to a hell who never condemns us. Run to him and be free. When temptation comes, you may be broken. You may be have stories that say bleeding stories. But don't hold on to that. Just run to your hell. Just run to him. Because God is faithful. God is faithful. And the Bible says, when you come unto me, I will never cast you out. He will never cast you out. No matter how many times you got tempted. Because he knows that you will be tempted. Because he knows that when I was on the face of the earth, I was tempted like Roy got tempted. And rather he will say, all the temptation that I went through, Roy is also going through. Praise is also going through. Tuba is going through. Norin is going through. Everybody is going through. That means what devils God is saying? Oh, they are preparing themselves to be taking my image and my character. Because you want to be like Jesus? Go the way that Jesus went. Hallelujah. I, I was just saying that out. You know, you remember the story in the book of Acts, Acts, Acts when Peter was in the prison, there was an iron gate and the, the, the people were praying for him and the angel came and the, the door was, the iron gate was so heavy that Peter could not open it and he was sleeping, okay, and the angel came and tickled him and said, hey Peter, get out. Get up. And he then he put on your clothes. He put his clothes. And put your sandal. He put the sandal and said, open the door. He just uh, unlocked the door. Opening the door was Peter's responsibility. He opened the door and walked away. My beloved children, the moment you been tempted, a door is available. It is your job to walk to the escape route. Open the door and say, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Don't wait for somebody to come to help you. Run to the help. That's what I always say. When you are tempted, don't run away from God. When you are tempted, run to God. Amen? Hallelujah! In the way, very every temptation we go, a way, a way out is also provided. Then why people fail? Because we don't take the way. Provisions is available. But we don't take the way. We talk about the way. You debate about the way. We preach about the way. We meditate about the way. But we do not take the way. 
don't, don't think that way is not available. There are some biblical principles for overcoming. Biblical principles. The first one. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 12. Please, one step ahead. Back, okay, back. 1, 10, 1 Corinthians 10, 12. If you think you are standing strong, what do you need to do, Miriam? Be careful you do not fall. No, I cannot. I speak in tongues. I prophesy. I do this. But careful, don't fall. If somebody says that I am strong, if somebody says that I am strong enough to not to fail, that that is a spiritual pride. Because Jesus could be, Jesus was failed, could not be failed because he was Jesus, but he was tempted. When you and me go through temptation, because we are, but God is, Jesus is living in us, but if we run to the hell, there is all possibility that we will fail. So one thing that we need to do is that when you think that you are standing strong, then sometimes we ridicule our friends. Oh, see, big Jesus, Jesus, see how small problem can he fail. Tomorrow it would be you. Tomorrow it would be you. So we need to know that. So the first thing that we need to, some principles you need to know is the first thing is this, recognize the possibility of temptation. Every single person can go through temptation. Recognize that. We are such people, are adamant and arrogant people. People say, the world say, learn from others' mistakes. We do not learn from our own mistakes. Forget about learning from others' mistakes. We don't learn from our own mistakes. We keep doing again and again. The first thing is that recognize the possibility of temptation coming in your life. If you are thinking you are strong enough, be careful that you do not fall. Okay? Be careful because you and me are vulnerable to fail any time. Proverbs chapter 16, 18. Proverbs chapter 16, 18. If you quickly show, I will close it. Pride goes before destruction and haughtiness before a fall. So you understood why I said that if you are standing in uh, strongly in spirit and you say, I will not fail, that that is pride. Because before destruction, pride comes. And before fall, haughtiness comes. Okay? So be careful. The second thing, that is that request for help. Whenever you go through temptation, request for help. You need to ask God for, pray about that. So request for help, many times we do this request only when we fall into temptation. But how many of you know that Jesus made it a mandatory prayer? In his, in, in his prayer, Matthew chapter 6, 13, what he says, he says, what is the prayer? Yes, 
Loudly, please. This is a daily prayer. It's not after having a, a glass of wine, praying, Lord, lead me not into temptation. <laughs> it, you need to pray every day. You know, every day, every day you need to pray that God do not lead me into temptation and rescue from the evil one. That's it. That means, request help means every day in your morning prayers, make this mandatory that you pray to the Lord, help me God, I may not fall into temptation and deliver me from the, the evil one. Matthew chapter 36, 40, 41. Matthew chapter 26, 41. Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Okay. Be watchful. Be watchful of your life and others' life. Be watchful about how people fail. And pray. Why? The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Okay. Many people fail. Why you know? You know guys why? Because they wait for the battle to happen. Like you people. You, like you people. Why I said? You people wait for the exam days to come to study. How many of you agree with me? Yeah, almost everybody. I did the same. I'm not exception. We wait for the day. How is your study going on? Exams. Why your Sunday you are not in the church? It is exam, Dad. So you wait for the exam days to be announced to study. And the same that we do in our life. We wait for something to happen so that we can pray. But God asks us, in this model you pray, and in that prayer he says, pray that we may not be led into temptation and deliver us from the evil one. I want to tell you, decide, decide about the important things of your life in your heart before the crisis comes. You know? Decide in your heart important things. How you want to live, how you want to dress, how you want to marry, how you want to... All things you decide that are important things of your life. Before some devastations or some crisis happens, do it. Some people marry and crisis happens. Some people enter into relationship, crisis happens. Pray before it. And then God will so, say, no relationship. And we do not want to hear that. So what will let you say? Lord, let me let into the temptation and then you rescue me. in the heart. If you want to study and get 90% mark, keep it in your heart and ask God, God give me wisdom and this is my prayer that I may score 90% mark and the word God says every lawful desires of your heart, God will fulfill it. And that's why Bible says don't ask on tomorrow is the exam and today ask me, God give me wisdom because you said if anyone lacks wisdom 
ask of me i will give it to it doesn't say give it me give it to you today <laughs> wisdom cannot be acquired in one evening it it's a progressive walk of life okay so decide every important things in your life in your heart before it happens and i said that plan it properly pray about it make a note of it and pray about it your exams your, what you want to be after your studies where you want to be put it in paper lay hands and say this is the prayer oh lord god and god will do, god will do it for you when i i didn't had a own house in baroda i used to keep the the picture of a baroda house and we georgian it was small we used to lay hands on it, it and used to pray saying that thank you god that you are you gave us our own house and after 20 years we got our own house it took time it took time it took time 30 james chapter 4 7 says submit to god and resist the devil he will flee resisting is about okay can i take 10 15 minutes extra instead of me taking it to part to the next week that will break the gap the continuity so the third thing resist the devil some of us are very very efficient in resisting the devil but do not submit to god we caught everywhere resist the devil i have it resist the devil he will flee but what about submit to god <laughs> that is coming in the second package <laughs> no that is the first package submit to god and then resist the devil you know that story you know the 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 disciples went uh, one sorcerer went and casted out the demon and the demon came upon him and the demon said what i know jesus i know paul who are you he has to leave the cloth and run you understand some of us are living under demons demons the tormentation because we are we are resisting the devil but we are not submitting to god the very demon in your life some thoughts something even sicknesses sicknesses not the natural one something again and again again and again you fall into same thing i'm not talking about pandemic or something else like that some sicknesses emotional sicknesses financial problems why because you are not submitting to god that area jesus resisted the devil why by how by quoting the word of god let the let let the heart be full of the two edged sword from in your life so that when it comes out the scripture bible says it that's why psalm 119:11 says i hidden i hidden your word in my heart that i may not sin against you how many of you know the words by heart at least certain words that i know somebody said to me i know words by heart how in the mobile why why mobile because mobile is very close to my heart stories like this people say and argue you know we are ashamed to carry a bible 
Somebody said like that, if you carry the Bible today, tomorrow the Bible will carry you. Don't be ashamed about this black book. Carry it literally. When you are in the work, you can use mobiles. But when you are you going to church, bring your Bible. Physically carry it with you. Ah, in your workplace, in your classrooms, you cannot carry the Bible. I carry even in my bags, I carry Bible. But mobile is always an easy method. But to the church, you intentionally coming to the church, why can't you intentionally bring your Bible? Bring your Bible. Mobile is not what God... And in the middle, while looking into the Psalm 119.11, my word is hidden and from there somebody's mail will come. Are you free? Before the word comes into the heart, uh, you will test a reply. I have seen many times. I, I said, hey, I was preaching this time. How can that man sitting there could send a reply, uh, update his status in Facebook? Instagram. I was preaching, he was very well there with me and uh, next time when I saw 5.15 in the church status updated. Resist the devil by submitting to God. Okay, I have two, three very important points to talk to you. The fourth one is this. Retreat from certain kinds of temptation. Walk away from certain kind of temptations. Jesus gave us certain instruction. If you look into, there were four things that his Bible says run away from or flee from. Can I have your attention? 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 18. Four things in the Bible says flee away certain sins flee away not overcome just be out of that 1 Corinthians 6 16 18 what is that flee sexual immorality the first one you want definitions you know better than me sexual immorality Everything that a man does is outside the body, but the who commits sexual immorality is sin against his own body. And his body is what? The temple of the living God. So when, without marriage, when you indulge into sex with your boyfriend, girlfriend, you are sinning, you are, you are polluting the body, the, the God's temple. So that is what I will say, flee sexual immorality. One thing. Second, 1 Timothy chapter 6, 9 to 11. One Timothy chapter 6, 9 to 11. I will give you biblical scripture so that it is not Pastor Roy's revelations. It is biblical. Okay? What is saying? But those who deserve to be rich fall into temptation. Okay? And they stand. And into many foolish and harmful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. Now, 10. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, for which some have strayed from the faith in their greatness and pierced themselves through with the many sorrows. 11. 
but you o man of god hello but you o man of god it is written to timothy flee these things and pursue righteousness godliness faith love patience what is to flee the greed the greed to become rich the love of money is greed you need to flee from those things secondly third 1 corinthians chapter 10 14 therefore my beloved where to flee what to flee flee from idolatry that means idol worshiping not the idols that is seen there are many idols that we carry which is not seen by anybody you know hatred is a idol greed is a idol self-centeredness is a idol fashion is a idol you know makeup is a idol why you want to be why you, are you are, are you upset with the way god created you they want to keep in snapchat with you think that i would have been better like a dog or a cat you put some uh, you know ears no idols are many some are seen some are not seen 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 we can remove but not seen is in you and bible says flee from it i'm really saying makeup you said everybody is looking to me like i said something wrong you know sometimes you come to the church for 20 minutes but you take 2 and 1/2 hours to makeup all things need to be in order but jesus asked you are come here nobody is sitting to see your makeup your dress flee from that idol worshiping don't replace me okay <laughs> idol worshiping some people say i don't have money so i didn't come to the church i have a question what all other things stopped because you do not have money no nothing you have food yes dad you go to college yes dad you go to uh, kfc yes dad you go to uh, spider man movie yes dad to church no money greed and now the fourth thing second timothy chapter 222 bible says this fourth after a very careful reading i could get only this four flee from in new testament maybe i do not know i have not seen anything more flee also youthful lust the other one was what sexual immorality and this is what lust lusting for something iphone 13 lusting lusted like that <laughs> shoes branded shoes that and this we lust for benefits you know flee from that this four things 
I want to give you an advice, young people, never fight against these four things. You will fail. Because run away from these things. Why you know? Because these things have incredible power over human beings. Immorality, sexual immorality, greed, idol worshipping, youthfulness as a very great power on human beings. If you try to resist it by your own strength, you will become a victim. Simple word, don't mess with this, run away. Don't think, let me go in and see what will happen. Gone. You need to call ambulance 108. Finish. Emergency call. Fifth. This is very important. And then don't laugh it and leave it. Okay? Be careful. And don't hate me, please. Okay? Remove any sin any means of sin from your life. Remove any means of sin from your life. What is that? Proverbs chapter 4, 14, 15. Proverbs chapter 4, 14, 15. See, Psalm 1, 1 we read, the same thing is here. Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of evil. Okay? 15. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. The same thing in a different manner. Psalm 116. Do not walk in the counsel of the wicked and stand with among the sinners and sit with the mockers. The same thing. Here it is very clear. It says avoid it. Don't travel in it. It means don't walk on it. Okay? Turn away from it and pass on. If you know Bible, Romans chapter 13, 14 says, what, uh, do not make uh, room for the flesh. Okay, what is flesh? Last time I said, flesh is in a believer's life something that is not even now submitted to God. Some, some cravings that is in the heart of the people. Get rid of I want to tell you, young people, listen to me. How many of you are listening? This is very important, very relevant to you. Maybe you can laugh it, but it is very relevant and every single person, when I was young and even today also I am young, when we, I was a youthful life, we all went through that and you will also go through that. Get rid of things that will defeat you. Get rid of things that will defeat you. If your old relationships, I know that even if I talk 100 years with you people about relationship is bad, you will still enter into relationship. I'm sure about it. Because you say that it is my culture. But Bible says, get rid of things that will defeat you. If you are into some relationship, somebody broke your heart, somebody cheated you. And that brings depression. That brings lusting of that person. And if that person goes to another partner, you, you still carry that pain and like that. And that defeats you. 
you need to run away from that many people's testimony i have many people i helped in prayer i cannot name it all like that but i know that if you are broke you have a recent relationship break and after that you still hold on to the birthday cards and wishes and everything you are still you know lusting for that person what you need to do burn it away don't keep it don't keep it oh he gave me a scarf you put on he went with the another scarf to somebody else why you carry that scarf now burn it away that memories can steal and defeat you that memories can stop you from making a fresh beginning you need god want you to be loved and god want you to be changed god want to you to get a pure love if somebody contaminated the meaning of love leave that memories and walk after jesus if you still hold something some some test they test they send or some gifts they given and that person is not with you my baby girl or boy not with you burn it away don't give it to anybody burn it away so that when you act on that you are burning away everything that holds you most people wanted to be get rid of most people wanted to be delivered from temptation but they would like to be in touch with temptation we are in touch with them we are friends We are friends, boys and girls. No, no, we are parting, but we are friends. Any time when you shake hands with that girl or boy, the first thing that you remember is the days that you spent with him or her. Not the praise the Lord. Why? Because you are still holding on to that memories. Your mind is corrupted. I'm seriously talking to you. I love you so much. God loves you. God wanted you to be loved, pure love, unconditional love to be experienced by you. God is looking to you. Don't say that I am tempted. I read a story. A boy was there who was so fond of donuts and he put on weight like anything after eating every donut. And one day he decided that I am going to get rid of donuts, passion and lust from my life. And he survived that one day morning. he got up and there was a great craving in his heart i need to have a donut and he said where are you going i'm i'm, I'm just going okay then donut no no you said that you will not have a donut and he said no i'm not right when i go through that go through that shop and if there is a parking spot parking spot available in front of that donut shop shop then i know that god want me to take a donut but if the parking spot is not there then i will not eat donut and he came back to bar what was his testimony you know you did donut eat yes how 11 times i circled and circled and finally i found there was a place for my car parking and i had donut sometimes we circle around temptation and then blame others we can sometimes we hold on to the old things sometimes we hold on to old people 
those who have broken your life broken your emotion broken your heart broken your your, your peace and still we wanted to get delivered from that but we wanted to be in touch with them no bye bye if they come from there then go from here am i talking to somebody i want my children that my children to whom i am ministering for the last 5 years i want i love you because god loves you and i want to see that you live in freedom not under burning in passion and guilt god i have perfect plan for you a very good plan for you which is not to harm you to not to break you but to give you hope and future and he loves you in appropriate time the best the perfect person will come to your life wait for it sir wait for it sir it is to you also i am telling both of you <laughs> you also Don't go to a place where you will be led to temptation. Suppose you came out of alcoholism, and then somebody calls you, and you again go into that place, you will be tempted. I made it a principle in the initial stage of my my spiritual walk. I used to go anywhere alone, even single mothers. Widows, I used to go, but the Lord spoke to me, and from that day onwards, I do not go to a place where women are alone, without my wife or without somebody. Why? It is easy for me to fall into temptation. Suppose sometime I am praying for a widow woman, saying God, and she will feel something else when I feel keep the hands on her, because devil is a tempter. <laughs> You know, then I made a decision in my first year itself. I will not go into a house where women are alone. And even today, my leaders are also said that you will not go alone to any house. You will go in two people. Like husband-wife is there, like Georgie and Soji, they go together for visits. They don't go alone to any place. And I also don't go alone to any place until I have confidence about that. I know that people stepping into everything is okay. I will go in. Otherwise, I take the car and move away. Don't go to a place where you will be tempted. Get tempted. Come one five minutes. Okay, you don't drink, but what to do? Others are drinking. Am I talking to you? Don't go to a place where temptations are tempting you. Don't carry the guilt. Don't carry the old things. Then fifth, lastly, lastly, I wanted to say, refocus your affection. Refocus your affection. Look to God. I want to tell you, temptation should be overcome by a passion that is greater than the temptation. Can I repeat it? need to be overcome by a passion that is greater than the temptation otherwise you will be a victim you know the story 
it's in biblical, in some texts, it's in, in secular world also, says it's a dog theory. You know dog theory? You know that? No? How many of you have got pets in your back home? Yeah. Okay. Suppose, Grace, you must have, must have disciplined your pet, dog or cat, and the, uh, not to touch the food until you allow. No. So you disciplined it. The dog, why do you know? Like your food is kept and the master will keep it here and he will look it here. Then he will try to touch, the master will say no. And once this dog is disciplined, you go to Google and search it, you can see. What it does, you know? When the dog is the bones are ready and he is ready to eat, the master says no. And then what does the dog say? He does not bark, he does not show the frustration. What he does? He simply turn away his eyes from the bone and look to his master's eyes. I want to tell you, when temptation knocks at your door, turn your eyes and look to the master's eyes. Your master Jesus Christ. Not only that, I may say, turn your eyes to your family, turn your eyes to your friends, those who esteem you as a godly person. And you need to know that when if I fall into this temptation, not only I will be a bad testimony to myself or kingdom, my family will be in humiliation, my siblings will be in humiliation. I want to tell you, that is called as dog theory. When the dog, the master says no, he simply does not wait until master says yes, he will just turn away his face and he will start looking to the eyes of the master. This is the simple theory I want to tell you. Whenever you are get, got into temptation, turn your eyes from the temptation and look to the face of your master. And the master says, whosoever look unto me, they shall never be put in shame. Hallelujah. Somebody praise God for that master who loves us. Somebody praise God for that master who cares for us. I want to tell you, always look to the master's face. You know, you need to remember that the way God loved you. You need to remember for the love what sacrifices God the Father did. You need to remember the agonies, the pain, the brutality and devastation that Jesus Christ went through just for one thing, because he loved you and me. We are not perfect. We are not worthy. We are not honorable. We have no merits with him. But he still loved us. The Bible says we know love because he first loved us. Don't pollute that love into some cheap love of this world. Turn your face and look to the master's eyes. His eyes is looking unto you. Hallelujah. Don't deny the master. Look to that master and say, Lord, lead me not into temptation. Deliver me from this evil. Whenever temptation knocks at the door, what we need to do? We need to look into the master's eye. I already already said that what when we endure temptation, what we receive? Kuda? Crown of life. You know, I have one more word to speak to you. This what decision you need to take. Exodus chapter 39, 43. 
Exodus chapter 39 43 Then Moses looked over all the work and indeed they had done it as the Lord had commanded just so they had done it and it Moses blessed them what it was saying the people did what God said and Moses blessed them what is the decision Lord I am not just going to be a hearer of the word I am not just going to be a preacher of the word I am going to be a doer of my word, your word Lord this evening I take a decision I, I know that as long as I live in this temporary tell, temptation will knock my door at any time. But thank you Lord for speaking to me tonight that I can turn my face from my temptation and look to your eyes, the eyes of my Father, Heavenly Abba Father, the God who loved me with everlasting love. I will look unto you. Help me that I will recognize, I will pray. Bible says pray. Every day make it a habit, Lord, to pray. Lord, Lead me not into temptation. Help me in my temptation. Before it comes, understand that we are vulnerable. Anytime we can fall into temptation, anytime filthy languages can come from our mouth, evil thoughts can come in our life. So pray in advance. Lord, I, I want you to, to help me that I will overcome this temptation. And lastly but not leastly, this is the thing that I want to tell you. The church, do not be just hearers of the word. Be the doers of God. The good doers of the world. Moses blessed them. I want to bless you. That you may be not just hearers of the world. You may be doers of the world. Retreat from your certain sins that you can defeat you. Submit to God and resist the devil. God bless you. I want to tell you, temptation cannot be get rid of. But temptation definitely can be overcome with the help of the Lord. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. If that Jesus is living in you, remember, forget not, remember this. The Holy Spirit who raised the Jesus from the dead is able to raise you and me from the temptations where we are dead. He can raise us and make us a beautiful vessel. May God bless you and may God give you a heart that will always turn away from the temptation and look to the Master's face and say, I kept your word in my heart that I will not sin against you. God bless you. Thank you so much.